Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello and welcome to this week's Geek Town Radio. This week I have with me um, no one. <laughs> um, slight disorganisation at, uh, at this end, but uh, rather than do the normal show this week, as you know, uh, as I mentioned last week, we were away at Comic-Con this weekend, which is, is part of the reason why it's been slightly disorganised. Um, so some of the people I got to talk to were a couple of the stars of um, the Disney show Once Upon a Time which uh, runs on Netflix over here. If you're a fan of Once Upon a Time, we've got Marion Duggery and Victoria Smurfit, who play Ursula and uh, Cruella de Vil on the show. So we got a chance to have a chat with them as part of the um, press conference roundtable. So you'll hear a lot of people asking questions, quite a lot of them, not me. Um, But uh, it's about a half-hour interview. It was really, really good fun. So I thought I'd put it out this week so you've uh, got something to listen to. Uh, We will be back next week. We've got a big show next week. For those of you that are uh, podcast listeners but don't really frequent the website all that much, um, we run the Geek Town Awards every year. And uh, this is... Uh, something that uh, the visitors to the site can come and enter and we have a big prize at the end of it which is worth a few hundred pounds so you can come on and uh, it's got some great prizes this time around as well uh, all you need to do is come on vote for your favorite shows um, we'll be launching that uh, on the podcast next week and uh, from the 1st of December you'll be able to go onto the website and vote for your uh, favorite shows um, we also cover a uh, film and uh, video games in that as well so look out for that next week um this week as i say slightly shortened show uh here's the interview with uh, meron and victoria uh they were really good fun to, to uh, talk to and uh, really really entertaining so hope you enjoy this we'll see you next week Kicking off, I guess, with a, a, a quick and simple, obvious question. Um, why do you think that characters like the ones you played, villains, fascinate people so much? Why are we so captured by them? Because we get to do the stuff everybody else wants to do. It's what you're thinking. in real life. So as um, an opportunity to go to work and play and, and be all the bad things that you secretly think about in the back of your head while you fall asleep um, that are unacceptable in society, we get to do it. And someone dresses us 
tells us what to wear and what to, where to stand and what to say and that's always well yeah fun. but that's not why people love it like no, people, people love, love it because evil. yeah because you just yeah. get to push the envelope yeah you know all the people who are like in their cars just you know you know going making gestures and doing all the things that you can't yeah. really we can do them well you can do them because you're in the safety of your car but you can't like you're we get to actually push that yeah, boundary in, in the things we say and the things that we do and showing up at because getting puppies is not acceptable <laughs> no we're showing up at like what's her name's like you know, the baby's bedside and her, you know what I'm saying? And like snatching babies. I mean, like we're horrible people, we're horrible, horrible people, people. <laughs> inside and out. Yeah. That's the airline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of all the horrible people, um, why do you think that your characters, the Ursula and Corella are some of the most popular horrible people? Well, you do all the things. And you have funny things that you say. I, it, I think. Uh, what I love about Corella is she doesn't funny. seem to care. At you know, all. you were the worst. You were the worst. Yeah, I was. But um, what we because you get the scripts um, about a, a week in advance of shooting, you're finding out as you're going along where the boys are, where the creators are taking it. And um, I had no idea uh, Corella was going to be unrepentantly evil and born a sociopath and a psychopath. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was that was a lot of fun. To be able to play someone who just because the way they'd written it I kind of naturally didn't you know she just didn't care darling because you know why should she can go run around being all villainous and, and then as it turned out she didn't really care which was really a, a lovely um, a lovely circle that we didn't know was going to happen and I'm an old softie and you turned Ultimately, out to be a fluffy lovely you just like a bunny inside like an octopus on the outside and like a bunny on the inside it was like very sweet I had no bunny I would have skinned you you would have skinned me no but I, you know I think that people love Ursula from you know the cartoon and everything because she's just bawdy and outrageous and you know manipulative and you know we got to do some of that mm -hmm. I think you know in the beginning and it, you know the villain gets all the, the villains are getting all the great lines and we got to do a lot of Starsky and Hutch stuff didn't we oh my god what did you call a Ziggy Lenny, Squiggy Lenny and Squiggy but American that's an American thing. yeah love and insurance yeah. yeah it's true though we were we would like to be like you know when's trouble gonna show we'd be like hello and like we just walk in and do like you know, walk out of Mr. Gold's and we're always up to something and you know just nefarious. What can we expect without any spoilers? What can we expect? Obviously, you've been shooting recently from once upon a time, sort of going forward as we sort of obviously go through series five sort of now. Well, I don't know that we can really answer the question about series five because we kind of got sort of sewn up a bit in series four. Oh, um, sorry, yeah. I've got a series. Yeah, I got the series. Right. It's okay. No, no, no. Okay. I, I, you know, it's it's hard to answer the question because it's wrapped up in the states, and I don't know where you are here because you guys get it on Netflix. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah we get it a day after the Americans. Oh, so you're actually getting series five? Yeah, yeah we've got four Currently. more episodes of series five to go. Oh, oh right. Before the winter finale. Yeah. <laughs> I see you here. Like, we know. Um, yeah. Well, so. they did. They did release the info that um, Corella's back. Um, so uh, Corella is going to show up um, a little bit in five. I can't say any more or I will be skinned like a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want that. Yes, love. Um, Megan from Fresh Videos. Um, as many people know that you play Corella DeVille um, and you play Ursula, how did you feel about playing such a classic character? It's very scary. It's an honor though. Yeah. 
See, that's the difference between Irish and American. It's an honor. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, there, there, there's your cultural gap. You know. But you know it is. It's always like, ha, 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 like it's, I mean, it's the best. It's like, nah, nah, nah. I'm like, geez, girl, you can't do that. No, I can't do that. You have to go have a cup of tea. But it was, it was, it was, it was really scary and, and exciting. And it's a, we were very lucky because we didn't actually have to audition for the parts. They were offered to us, which is a joy in our business because it can be brutal. So um, that was really that was really lovely. But it, it sort of it lends itself to um, a little bit more fear because you haven't even auditioned, you haven't even shown them what you do with the character in the audition room or in the in, during that process. So you're literally turning up on the day. Um, well, we got a little bit of preparation. With we the did with the director the day before. He took us all to breakfast. He was so great. I don't know what he did with you, but he sat down. He was an uh, English fella. Um, uh, John Emile and he, he said and we're chatting away chat 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 and he goes darling I'm very bored talking to you I'm like oh sorry oh, oh I'm sorry he goes um I want to talk to Corella. I'm like oh god oh um, yeah no did I he do the same, same thing, thing and, and then like, and, and I'm sitting there like that having breakfast with him and next thing you know it's like oh darling someone bring me something decent to eat <laughs> and we're so it, it, it was just so it was so much fun just to sort of go in and, and get a sense for it before you turned up on set so. well it gave you kind of a place to go and to leap off from and something to play but yeah. I think before that though just being asked to do the part you're like okay so what is it you see in me that makes you think octopus you know, what is it you see in me that makes you think I should be a fat purple blonde octopus you know causing trouble don't ask the questions. You don't I, want to I, right, exactly. Ever, so you're just ever, like, ever. all right, I just, you know, like, but, you know, the guys, you know, the boys had been fans of Alias, so they knew that I could, you know, play, you know, a dark and twisted character. And, uh, you know, and, you know, the same thing with you. I know you were sort of feeling like, you know, what is it that's, you know. I had one, one fan who said to me, how do you feel about being cast as the ugliest Disney character of all time? I'm like, oh, Jesus, fine. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's grand by me. That's, oh, three hours of makeup later, they had to make you look that, that way. That was fun. It was fun. I know. I got called it. But it is scary taking taking a role uh, on after someone like Glenn Close has played it. You know, I couldn't go and watch her version of it, even though I'd seen it years ago. I, I couldn't go and watch it because. No, too much fear. Yeah, well, and, and you have to bring your own take. You've got to bring your own take. I tried to, to in the beginning, sort of replicate the voice, like to sort of give me like the sort of gravitas, because my first scene was with Robert Carlyle in the aquarium. That's and scary it's like, too. You know, yeah, not like intimidating that I'm working with him and then doing this thing. And I was trying to, and they're like, no, you know what? Just play it as is. Like, just play. You know, you are enough. And that was great to hear that you are you as you know, Marin have what we need to bring to this thing. So just, and then also when you put on those costumes and the wigs and the you know the and then you have to imagine your tentacles yeah i had imagined tentacles and you know all these things and you just you know like in if you watch like the first episode we show and i actually like kind of put up my arms and they're like you don't put up your dukes your arms are there for you and they put that in you know so um but to just know that what you bring to the table is enough and is what we're looking for so that was i brought my own bad breath i brought that every day day. i'm telling you she worked on that Every day. Quite a few um, <coughs> differences between um, your characters on the show and the film's counterparts. Are they well received by yourselves and the fans? Well, you know, it's so funny because, you know, I get those things on Facebook that says, your memories, you know, and I like looked at my memories from like yesterday and it was the day that they released the, the press about who I was playing in Once Upon a Time because I wasn't allowed to say anything. And I was reading some of the comments and I, because I hadn't looked at it before. And so like, you know, yeah. but all that stuff still exists in this article on TV line and 
there was an endless stream of complaint that I wasn't fat enough to play the part, which I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. It's a win. Thank you. Um, you know, but I, uh, so it, it, there was some problem with that, but there was some, you know, people were like, oh, I'm excited to see what you can do and remember from Alias and this and that. And um, some of it was well received. I think ultimately at the end of the day, like people were so excited about this you know, trio of, you know, uh, yeah. Of and they weren't sure about Corolla because she didn't have magical powers. So the creators exactly. gave her, um, the ability to control animals with their dodgy breath. And, <laughs> and that, that was sort of a really simple, but smart way around that, you know, that, uh, and ultimately get to control Maleficent because of that. And cause she's the dragon. And, and so the, well, what I find is people are really fascinated that the boys had taken what they had in the cartoon version and be able to spin it out with their own imagination imagination go where would she go because obviously we have many hours to play with it's not just an hour and a half of a, a well and it's not yeah it's not so. just one you're focusing on so many different yeah you know characters and different facets of those exactly so there was more characters. like to be able to give you dad and I mean oh my god and like intermingle the little mermaid story with mine it. and you know I think what I love that Adam and Eddie do they take chances they take risks they sort of think outside the box you know um, I do think that the fans were like there was a lot of people who were like I'm glad there's a woman of color playing you know a villain like you know just like to bring it like you know I in the I'm not purple like you know what I'm saying you know like but they decided to like interpret it a completely different way and I think that that's fabulous and yeah. um you know they just they give you an opportunity to do something that you just don't get to do so you know I mean I think ultimately the fans were thrilled we were so excited to do it. We had stupidly good time. And um, it's just to be a part of that lexicon, to be a part of that, you know, Disney history is, that's a huge honor. True. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm with her. Television now, compared to what it was about 10 years, it's biggest bones, but that's a cinematic. What's it like being part of the TV world now? Oh God! I mean, TV. There's so much. It's it's the era it's, of TV. It really is a golden age. It's yeah. incredible. And you do you feel like. You know, there you are, particularly with a show like this that is so, I mean, honestly, like applause, applause, applause to like the special effects team and like what, and the costumers, yeah. like how they, they do a movie every week. Like what they're doing in an eight day schedule is insane. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Insane. And I remember going in for ADR, which is the additional dialogue recording and, and, and getting a chance to finally see what was, you know, what they'd done. And that moment when like Maleficent swirls in oh, so cool. and like, you know, like when we like, we're like, you know, cause all you're, you're on set and there's giant fans and you're looking over, like you're in a gr all green room. So you don't have any, they're like, this is, they show you like on a video screen, like, you know, like, like the video game that you're going to be put in. Cause they paint all that stuff in the castles and you, you're just literally shooting on like styrofoam that's covered in a green sheet. And so you're like, 
it's a great opportunity to use your imagination. Yeah. It's fantastic. And you have to sort of, you have to make sure that you don't get too um, locked Ooh. down by, oh, I feel a bit like an Egypt now. Where's the dragon? Um, where's the wall? Like, where's we were like running the, from where? the, the Chernobog and you're like, we like ran off we were, screen. I know, like, you we just like, ran off a cliff. We were running through walls. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, but it's really great to be able to just access your inner kid and go, dragon to the left. No, no, there's a there's fan a, and you're like, like dragon up. And you're like, oh. And, and oh. as long as they get, you know, we, we had so many tennis balls and end of sticks to be able to go there's oh. the top of this and and you, you all get to channel your inner kid into this this world that they're going to create for you and you, you know but then when you see it it's so I mean I was crying you know? like we're like dragon 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 and like you know playing all that and then you see it and like how she's you know they she's flying and then they swirl her in and she's like a bunch of like you know a bunch of bats and birds and then it's smoke and then there's Chris and you're just like <gasps> it's very cool and you know who's brilliant Ginny and Josh, they, they are, are excellent. hardcore because they've been doing it for forever. And so they, boy, do they don't let it, let it out for yeah. a beat, like their imagination. And like, cause yeah. there's all these times you have to like stop and freeze and then they go, okay, now you poof. Like, so it's like, this is here. And then like all of a sudden, okay, freeze. And then it poofs over here. Cause you just use your magic to like make it move or whatever. And they are on top of it every single time. It's just, uh, uh, they are. It's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, to be a part of any television these days mm. and that people like just to be a part of something that like people are so rabid for and yeah. wait for to be, you know, like, I, I mean, w the first time our first episode aired, we were flying home from Vancouver. Oh yeah. And you and I were just idiots in the airport, like check, like checking, oh, like we got on like the computer at the airport, like they had like some. Because you got uh, you got instant feedback. Instant feedback. Because it, thanks to Twitter and social media and stuff, you know, you know when you're when you're working in the theater, you get instant feedback. It's right in front of you, so you know what what's working, what's not working, and then. And in TV, you know, I've been around a long time, darling. You, you didn't, you didn't always have back in the golden age of back. Because Alias, there, there was no Twitter and no. Instagram, and so you waited for the ratings and you waited for the odd article that said eh or yay. And right. now you can go on Twitter. So we were, we were on Twitter in the airport. Going, <laughs> oh, it's okay. They love it. Oh God, thank God. We weren't sure how it'd be received. We, yeah, because you don't know. Because they'd come from Frozen, uh, you know, nice, innocent, lovely twenty-year-olds being so. lovely and sweet and kind to forty and twisted, darling. <laughs> so we weren't sure if the audience were going to go with it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. 30, 30, 30 something. I told yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm having much more fun in my forties. <laughs> <laughs> So I have a couple of questions about like the acting industry. Like, what did you do after school to get into the industry, and what would you recommend for people of like our age now in this town to do to get into the industry? In this town, in yeah. specific, in Birmingham, in this, like place. Oh, in this, in this world. Place in time. Oh, this okay. place in time. I think you meant. That. I'm like, I don't really know any Birmingham uh, no. talented coaches. No. Well, uh, I, go and. Humor. Okay. Um, well, I started when I was in high school and did like a teen talk show called Scratch. Um, and then went to UCLA and just from there, like things just sort of escalated and, you know, but um, I think it's so hard these days because um, I think it, I think there's a you have to make the decision if you want to really be an actor or if you want to be famous because there's a huge distinction between the two and there's like reality television and you know there's all these people who are like on shows um, 
where they did absolutely nothing, um, maybe make a sex tape, and then end up with this huge... That could be exhausting. Which can be exhausting, <laughs> so I've heard. Uh, no, but, you know, they have a perfume line and a video game and a, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's a completely different thing. Nobody, you don't have to be an actor to do that. And there's like a thousand venues and, you know, singing competitions and, you know, bug eating competitions and, you know, all those sorts of things. So, you know, the, people who want to be famous have that avenue. And then there are people who actually want to be actors. And if you want to be an actor, it takes a lot of work and training and um, craft and skill. And, you know, I was the gal who had like a thousand jobs as like a personal assistant. And then I like if I do that for a couple hours a day and then I would go over here and like work at the bar and then I would go over here and like deliver food for the zone. And, you know, what I mean, I had like the girl with a thousand different jobs because I could. So I didn't have to be in an office to keep me. And my parents kept saying, like, you need to get a teaching degree so you have something to fall back on. I'm like, I just need to keep falling forward. I'm in my 20s. Like, right now is the time to, like, be in acting class and make myself available. Like, the people I know who didn't ever make it, like, got something comfortable, and then they couldn't leave to go do auditions, and they, did, they didn't do anything. to. So then they're now in their, you know, 40s, and they're still going, well, maybe. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, you have to do it when you're young in that way to, like, have that opportunity, and you're brave, and you're stupid, and you're, you know, you know, doing theater and, you know, going to, you know, a million callbacks for commercials and you're making money in like a thousand different little jobs. So you can finally quit those to get, you know, when you, you know, have that opportunity to like do a real gig, you know? So I think you have to, there's a distinction to make that difference Mm. of like, what, what is it you really, really want? Like, are you the person who's like, no, I'd rather be stuck in a dark room, like rehearsing with people like for a while, you know, like that gives you that, you know, you're excited, you love it, you know? And you're willing to sacrifice, you know, a lot because it's not just the rejection of not getting the job. I mean, I, 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 I'm constantly not getting jobs, like, you know, cause nobody can have every job, but that it's not that it's these other sacrifices that you're making, you know, being away from your children mm. and traveling to, you know, do the jobs that are here, there and everywhere and all those sorts of things that like, you know, and the system here works differently because we have dra- we've got more set up drama you do. schools here. You do. So you get like, better training too. We, we get more concise <laughs> three year training, but it's, um, I mean, I went to the Bristol Old Vic for three years. I uh, loved it. Did a lot of theater straight into TV. I was very lucky to touch that wood. Um, and, uh, but to start it now, I mean, I still believe in training. So, you know, back in Ireland, we have a fantastic place called the Lear and that's got a, it's attached to Trinity College and it's got an incredible training program there um, because it just it, it builds up your confidence. It gives you a sense of how to do it, how to how to um, exist uh, within technique and structure and then creativity and marrying them all together so that you, you don't fall off the stage. Well, but and besides, you have to just be you have to be good you know it's not in it it's not the it's not the once you've got the skills then it's all this other stuff that you have to deal with oh no for sure once you're right in the world like ah, yeah you you build up your own learning curve there just but but you learn on the job and you do learn on the job and you you know and then there's also learning the whole business aspect of like yeah you know i mean because there's not a room that i go to with all the other gals who are like now it's that same group of women we've all been doing it for a long time it's not like anybody's better or we've all done job we're we're Working actresses. We're working actresses. Thank you. And it just, I know, seriously, but it's about, you know, who's right for that different job you know it's, yeah. it's it's a matter it's like it's just a, like now it's just sort of like a alright she's gonna go do this one and you're gonna do but, this but I one. mean Meryn and I would be auditioning for the same part all the time all the time 
because it's it's you know there it, in in the states over here when you're auditioning you might be auditioning twenty actresses for a part that you know in in the states it's you know it's such a vast pool of human beings that you know it's 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 more like well we'll find out someone will come in and we'll go that's who we want whereas here right. they might have a much better idea of where they want to go because it's not True. such an enormous pool yeah but and, and, like in America you want to be on that short list of like yeah you do casting directors who like know that they can count on you when you go in that room they're like she's gonna be fantastic and it, it may not be you know like when they might, might not be with, right but but you're not gonna let, you're them, not gonna let them down so you have to have the skill and the training like that's the bottom line is that you have to you cannot like I can't tell you how many people that are like just there because they think they're cute they're the cutest person in like Iowa and then they're that's there that's a good point it, yeah, building on that do you think there are too many people coming out now looking for instant fame yeah because that's what they want because that's because you can you can that's I mean, what our culture is set up hasn't it well, our culture has set that up it's it's Andy like Warhol's like talent. No. yeah you don't yeah. I mean and the business acumen because it's good that you mentioned the business acumen you have to be reliable you have to be dependable you have to know you know to get you have to turn up on time honey yeah. you have to turn yeah. up on time do your yeah. job <laughs> turn up on time Superman <laughs> unbelievable Superman. you are letting everybody or Clark down. you're somewhere between the or two Clark, right? yeah. it's Clark is the one who's yeah. screwing it up um, but yeah it, it's you know, there's. <laughs> I was listening to like one of my radio stations at home, and they were talking about these guys. These guys were huge on YouTube. Now, I what? Like, I'm so I old know. now that I'm like that. There's a whole culture of other things yeah. of these people with their phone just doing a whole like show. But, but my, my son won't watch TV, but he will watch YouTube videos. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. No, I was like somebody was. They're like, oh, she met her favorite YouTube stars. They have a book at the Barnes and Noble. I'm like, what? I know. I know. But my book is on because. But mom, I have to watch this video because then I know how to unlock the key and then the Enderman dragon. I'm like, oh, you've lost oh, me already. Jesus, well, yeah. um, it's something to do with Minecraft. Or something. I know. Minecraft. And, and then, uh, but he, I, I, I kind of go, okay, it's five minutes out of his life and he's learning something, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. <laughs> is he quarter? Yeah. Yes. But he's not. What? But there are people who have shows. So that that's what I'm saying. It's like you have to decide what you want to do because those people who if they try to actually make the leap into acting, really acting in a thing, aren't any good because they don't know what they're doing. But now there's this new, God, I'm talking a lot, but there's a new thing now where you have a Q rating, which is really quite That's fascinating. Not That's not new. It's, it, no, it's not new, but it's now so much newer because there's so many ways to access that. Because, yes. So as an actor, you're, you're worth... Um, to the producer of the production is what was their Q rating how many followers have they got how many followers it's, the, it's, it's the it's, followers it's all of that which is quite extraordinary which is why sometimes a YouTuber will get an opportunity to play Dr. McSteamy in the latest um, drama because he brings 17 million um, seven year olds who aren't going to watch a TV show but neither here nor there and it doesn't really matter if he's rubbish he's just shown up and he brings his people so it is a funny old business that dilutes it well it dilutes a certain level of it but there's still, like you say, we are at the golden age of TV, and there's still some of the most incredible drama and, and comedy being and made. And people who are doing, like, I mean, I was just reading for a show where it's Billy Bob Thornton, William Hurt, you know, people who are doing TV who would never do TV because they'll do these, like, yeah, short little, movie stars you know, man. yeah, Amazon and Hulu and Netflix and all these different places where you can... You know, and, and what's so great is that the uh, there's a lot of tremendous opportunity, but there's also a lot of tremendous product that, that you want to be a part of. So, yeah. you know, but I think a lot if of you really want excellent scripts coming out. Yeah, but but like sewing it up, if like you want to act, you got to actually know how to act. If you want to be famous, there's a thousand other ways to do it. 
so that was the interview with uh, Victoria and Meryn. Hope you really enjoyed that. Um, as I say, normal-ish service will be will be resumed next week. I have uh, lots of people on. We're uh, going to be talking about uh, our favourite TV shows of the year and launching the Geek Town Awards. So make sure you come on, listen to that one, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye bye. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.